Say, what does that eagle attack mean? He's been trained to recognize and attack Americans. Anti-American eagle. It's diabolical. Listening to League Podcast, the League versus our man Flint. And I'm James Coburn. Well, and I'm Jim Coburn. <laughs> Are you with me, Dr. Wu Wu? Dr. Wu here. <laughs> Dr. Wu. Who is like the other guy? I mean, I don't No, don't to... spoil it. All Let's right. get to that part. All right, we'll get to that part. But uh yeah, we're gonna talk we'll about get our there. man Flint. Hashtag. Which is a spy, not satire. a parody, satire. It's right, it's right, John. It's a That's spy fi is what they, I think they kind of call it on Wikipedia anyway. A 1966 American spy fi comedy film. Spy fi. weird one. I love it. Yeah, I've never, you never yeah. heard that before? I heard that. I don't, maybe I've, I have. I've just heard it more like, uh, that's what I would say, like Mission Impossible modern james bonds are spy fi all right when that you got like good. little gadgets and whatnot your q branch and hey who and this thing <laughs> does 82 things 83 if you include lighting a cigarette all right. that's right so we'll get there we'll get there so yeah james coburn by god stars as Derek flint and when you say he is a master spy like you are not that this guy knows every single little he doesn't need a cue because he knows it all like he doesn't he's q and james bond and m basically tv tropes on this particular spy five film it it does literally an a to z i think he has one in every letter right Really? Yeah, it does. It does because the last one is zero G spot. (laughs) Whoa! On how how it ends. How it ends. So we'll get there. there. I thought the Z would stand for Zowie, which is the name of the organization. (laughs) (laughs) And I love that old like who's making that sign? Like, (laughs) I know the style of the sign. That sign is ridiculous. (laughs) It was. It was a style at the time, of course. But Uh, you would also see like a sign like that. In it could might have said something else, but you'd see a sign like that in uh bullet or something, you know what I mean? It would just be like, oh. you know, hospital, go back and listen to our place. bullet episode, yeah, yeah. sandwiches this way, it, like <laughs> s dot a dot n. I guess maybe that's where you know, I know it's with Spectre, but like Agents of Shield, all, all that stuff comes from everything has to have an acronym. Yeah, no, Squad. exactly. Squad. That was our ripoff of Supreme yeah. Quest Unit and Defense. Yeah, <laughs> and Defense. I like yeah, that. Well, it's like yeah. <laughs> sort of ends like it needs a preposition or it needs some yeah, other we need... language. Uh, some other part of language sentence needs to go in there. And right, the, defense. The and usually wouldn't yeah, be normally it wouldn't, but yeah. in this case, Squad bucked the trends of other. Secret agent agencies. Yeah, spy Fi. You guys change? were the the Spy Fi web comic of the early two thousands. Yeah, read in, uh, Wizard right. Magazine. Right there in Wizard Magazine. 
Yeah, I mean, they didn't they change the name of Shield at one point. They did. I mean, who cares? Yeah, they yeah. changed it in the movies, but it used to be something right. else. Yeah, it used to be something kind of more generic. Like, yeah, it was like like yeah. more ridiculous than because like that, I don't <laughs> know. Headquarters, like, like espionage. In the one isn't like Homeland something or other, and yeah, yeah. So Zowie stands for Zonal Organization World Intelligence Espionage. It's just words thrown together. They mean that. Uh, I love those are the kind of acronyms I love. Spy words that just were thrown together. Anyway, so yeah, 1966, James Coburn um, is cast in this movie. It's budget of 3.525. It made 16 million, so it was a it was a pretty yeah. it was considered a hit yeah. back then. That's, and, yeah, uh, that's 60s money. Yeah. So uh, I said I wouldn't, I didn't take notes, but I actually did take notes. So let's. Good man. Good man. Let's good start man. this off. Good man, Durst. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Our man Flint, good man, Dirt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it starts off. The weather is going crazy. It's kind of like global warming kind of stuff, actually. It's very interesting. 1966. I, I was bringing it. Yeah, bringing it right. Mm-hmm. I, I love this little montage, too, because those are yeah. the exact. Oh, those are the shots Sorry. that you see like in any Godzilla movie or like it's yeah. stock footage. Like they, yeah, their that, models and stuff were cool, but it's the, like the 1980s Flash Gordon movie kind of starts <laughs> off the same way. Yeah, Gordon's it's like alive. the palm trees I've definitely seen a million times. Yeah. Like, you know, the yeah, volcano, the volcano explosion yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And we get Lee J. Cobb, who is the. Uh, She's like, is that, I love his name's Cramden too. Like, I mean, yeah. it's Just, all the names in this. The names are great, especially when we get to the bad guys. Well, the bad guy right here, the ball guy, is Hans Gruber. I know Hans that was, Gruber. There's I, no way. Die I, Hard I, definitely ripped that yeah, off. I turned, I turned uh-huh. to Mrs. Elder, and I was like, "Did I hear that right?" And she's like, "Yes, you did." So, yeah. But he was yeah. also like the thing. This that is the I prequel picked, to Die Hard. <laughs> the thing that I picked up on was that he was like. He like Hitler Youth. You were assassinated in you know fifty three or blah blah blah. And it was totally kind of like how in um like the later X Men movies they were talking about how uh how Magneto like went to Argentina and stuff like because some not some right. Nazis did that. So it was like totally a call to that like actual stuff. He's like, oh, I thought you were dead because of this and that. <laughs> right. I'm not Hitler Youth, yeah, yeah, all grown up or whatever. But yeah, Hans Gruber, Hitler Youth Auxiliary. <laughs> I'm gonna make a donation. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Lee J. Cobb, he's like on the phone. He's got that weird red phone that goes well, like. I, 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 it's the, <laughs> yeah, and I, yeah. and Mrs. So that once that went off, Mrs. Elder was like, um, "Hello, Basil." <laughs> They've used that in a couple of things right apparently but it is it was used in austin powers yes yes uh mike myers did uh, mention that the flint movies were a big inspiration as well as the bond totally you can totally see it and i actually even says it in one of the movies like ah in like flint my favorite movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah well here's the thing i know we'll get there we'll get there but uh yeah he has (laughs) it's just so ridiculous all of the stuff in this in this movie that it, there's no way that you can't draw a parallel. I actually thought it was going to be a little bit more funny. I think I was expecting it to be was, Austin Powers and it's yeah, not, that was, it, that it's was not that it's not funny, but it's not a funny, it's not really a funny movie. It's, it's not, not really like a, a, a laugh out loud, straight comedy. It's, it's right. Like, like it's listed as a line. comedy. It's not listed as a spy five. She, she, didn't realize, 
She didn't <laughs> satire. And as I was saying before the show, that I don't think Mrs. Elder enjoys satire. But she didn't realize it, it was supposed to be kind of funny until the scene in the bathroom where he goes to pay to get in after he right. was beating the guy. So he but killed the guy, yeah. I also want to uh, point out uh, Edward Mulhair. Yes. Uh, who was famous for his role uh, as I knew him as the guy from Megaforce. Oh, uh, please. That's not. Oh, oh the ghost really. in Mrs. Muir. Sorry. Sorry. That's... He was no, on I... some other, other famous show, and I can't. Yeah, I know. Some uh, show. No. I, in my notes, I literally wrote Devin every time I was talking about this not? guy. Yeah. Uh, even before he spoke, Mrs. Elder was like, he looks very. Uh, and did like the jut out her bottom chin was like uh, like <laughs> british uh, you will uh, always be yeah. devin from you'll be devin to me yeah devin, devin was Knight Knight just there night rider, rider. <laughs> <laughs> king of the wild frontier devin was always just there I mean, he was he was driving that truck or someone was driving that truck i don't know who drove that i think they eventually said who was driving the truck oh really oh very like he was just hanging out in the back like he never he never left the back what a terror like that's there's like well no he had his like estate he would go to i guess you're right yes you're right whatever that was called yeah the institute for um night technologies 2000 no of law and order well i forget what it was called it might have been i haven't watched night rider in a long time quick call um Redshirt Brian, he'll know. (laughs) (laughs) So they have this great thing where obviously Ralph Crampton here is all like, what are we going to do? And like he's spazzing out. And they they ask like basically everyone from every country, well, like every representative or every country. And they're like, who's the best person to handle this? And they Uh, all say. We could try triple O eight. Yeah, they all put in all this information, and it all comes out. I love those little. Apparently, those were like a real thing. Those little like tubes that spit out like a. a oh a yeah, oh yeah. I've you ever seen Brazil? Yeah. Uh, I mean, long, 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 long time ago. Yeah, that's like but, part uh, of like a main part of that. Yeah. Is like that oh, flag tube thing was was Devin's. Uh, oh, very foundation good. for law and government. And if you ask huh. me what mask stands for, I could probably tell you too. Wait, was okay. that what it was, Matt? Um, mask is a mighty power. That well, now I can't do it. Day. Now I can't do it because it was like a real weird one. Oh, I'll come back to that. All right, let's do a whole acronym episode one day. <laughs> so anyway. We're on the holidays, they... we're trying to figure out, well, what should we do? I don't know. <laughs> Let me do an acronym <laughs> episode. Yeah, I was just all the weird acronyms. <laughs> go back and listen to our acronym episode. <laughs> so... They're like, get Derek Flint. Everybody is Derek Flint. And I love it. He's doing all these things other than he has no sense of urgency. I love even because even yeah, when the they, world they, is like blowing up. They put the information. I can't into believe a I forgot computer. mobile strike command. Sorry. Sorry. It's <laughs> command with a K. That's why I was like, oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm well, sorry. It must I'm be really mobile sorry. something. Mobile, mobile armored strike command. Armored strike command. Okay. Do you like that computer that takes up the entire room and like how they get there? Like those, the, the, well, apparently, the doors like zip open and like, wow, this really, look at I this. Think this I was really expecting cool it for it to be like them to break out in a song. Like, <laughs> it would just right through here is the back computer and it'll give us the answer. What is the answer? Do, do, do. Our man Flint. <laughs> This, I was watching a video where someone was talking about that and said that there was actually that's the way you would have done it back in those days. You would have taken this thing, punched it into a computer, 
and it would have spit out all these cards. The only thing oh that God. made it not realistic was the punch card that reads Derek Flint was not punched. Oh, no holes in it. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. otherwise, it was done exactly how you. No would prize. Done it, it was printed uh, yeah. on invisible ink. <laughs> it, it had invisible punches. It had visible punch codes. Hanging chats. But I mean, I love it because some of the stuff does. So they show him fencing and kind of late, you know, well, it later on. It starts off with him doing his karate. He's doing karate, which we well, know, was, right? Guys, what did it remind Lee? you of? Let me let me put it to you. That did it remind you of a certain opening of a certain comic book? It was totally like GI Joe when they're like, "Gotta go collect everybody." <laughs> Yeah, let's get <laughs> yeah. Scarlet. She's on leave, but she's like in a karate <laughs> tournament or whatever. Yeah, that's totally what it is. And he's always like doing this exaggerated, like almost. We'll get there with the racist stuff, but like he does, like, <laughs> like oh, like he does like this breathing thing. He does the same thing, like almost like a Molly Shannon. Like I think like, that was what he was really doing. Sniff. If you've seen, uh, if you've yeah, seen. He's a- he was a student of Bruce Lee, and if, if yeah. there are there is video of him and Bruce as Bruce tr- is training him, and they're doing all that, you know, like we had to do that kind of stuff when I was taking uh, Taekwondo. You're supposed to like yell out key up on to, certain moves. You and, have to like wow. build up. Yeah, it's your James Coburn and, and Bruce Lee were uh, they were friends. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there was a Bruce Lee documentary. I used to take clips from James Coburn talking and put them on mixtapes for Durson. I know. <laughs> I remember. He about, like, it's, 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 you guys like, are really fucking weird. I love you. I know. Well, we just loved his voice. He had the voice he has amazing. the greatest voice. I mean, yeah. come on, James Coburn is so he's, his voice and his voice got deeper. I feel like as he got older too. Yeah. So even older James Coburn is almost better. No, it's all great James Coburn. Uh, all of it's great James Coburn. But I remember that when he was talking about Brandon Lee, and he's like, "Oh, he was a sweet man." I really liked Brandon a lot. He was a what a sweet man, and it made me feel bad that he would, Brandon Lee had had passed away. Yeah, yeah. but Bruce but anyway, was a Dynamo when he like yeah he was. Then you dynamo. listen to James Coburn imitating Bruce Lee. It's good stuff. So, anyways, I, he's he's basically blowing off Cramden. He goes, I yeah, he does wait, his karate. Doesn't. And they're like, the president wants you. And he just sticks his hands out. He's like, I can't be bothered. He's like, man, I got yeah, fencing no, no, no. to do. And he fences two guys at once and beats them. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, they show it's, it's time for him to relax. And he's laying across two chairs. Yeah, he's relaxing. Yeah, right. And apparently, knowledge drop, James yeah. Coburn could really do that. Yeah, that's they found that out, so they work it into yeah, the script. They worked into the script. So, like, yeah, he's just lying there. I mean, I don't know. what. Wow. I can't I even guess... sit in a chair regularly. Never, Is that... never mind. Lie down <laughs> between two of them. It's not comfortable. There's no way that's comfortable. Really How do you thin. support? Is that, like, he's really thin, yeah. So I guess he doesn't have to yeah, do he's much. Just, yeah, he's just holding himself up with his own. Yeah, there's only, like, 97 pounds to... to... <laughs> They didn't have high fructose corn syrup back then. People were thin. It's not. He eats a lot of bouillabaisse, but that's um, (laughs) that's fine. But uh, so, like, they go to this. He finally agrees, I guess, to go. I mean, I don't. I don't remember the progression here. I know he's dancing in this club, though, right? That's even before he he agrees. Yeah, Yeah, and then missing his his swanky apartment and everything. Oh, I know. He's got these four ladies who well, are like. Oh. He also has a dog that lets it. Uh, <laughs> that bites the guy on the like, hands. Like, yeah, I know, holds him by the in. hand, guides yeah. him in. 
And then and he's like, oh. He's got a little, he's got a ring doorbell, doorbell device there. And he's like, oh, who's at the door? And he sees a window. Uh, he sees the uh, the guy at the door on the TV. But then they, he's like, yeah, let him in. But then they show this, like, butthole. Like, close. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> what is that butthole? That's the camera. Oh, that's the, the butthole. It's the camera. I guess that would have made more sense than a, it makes more <laughs> than sense than an actual a, butthole. A Peter Parker way. Like, <laughs> yeah. like an old comic where it's like, yeah, the shutter is closing, but I didn't think that that's what that was. Cause well, all, it's like a really I weird, just recently it's a saw bad, it. it's a bad, the motion it's like, picture anyway. It's, so. it's a sixties, you know, special effects. And yeah. But I was like, what, how does it, I was trying to figure out like what it even was. Cause I they haven't, they had like a real a thing for buttholes. For, yeah. For, uh, <laughs> in star Trek, the motion picture, like Stacy came in, what are you doing? I was like, well, Spock's about to go fly into the butthole. He's about to <laughs> penetrate the butthole, as he <laughs> <Yeah>. says. <laughs> penetrate yeah, that... the orifice, as he says. Oh, the or oh my god. So yeah, the scene though where the dog like grabs him and walks in is really funny. And then like the dog is he, he wants to shake his hand and he's like, Oh, uh, he's he's designed or uh designed. He's trained to, you know, eat eat anybody who attacks me or you know whatever he sent, when he senses hostility yeah attacks. and then he, he, and then he still in. shakes his hand after the dog slobber's been on yeah I'm the dog and he there. sees that there's like nude statues like oh, i guess nudes aren't your thing and he switches it and it makes it an yeah. abstract thing <laughs> <It's just coming. laughs> and then there but i gotta say that this guy was is it lee cobb is that yeah the lee J. Cobb. so like he um when when he's getting it when flint's getting a shave and stuff and then he does kind of do a uh, if you're listening like a red shirt Brian kind of like oh Flint you gotta get <laughs> and, and I was just thinking that he reminded me of red shirt Brian apologies not sorry no hey just so you know like Lee J Cobb is very I mean he's been in on the waterfront and Twelve Angry Men and yeah, yeah, Exodus a lot of stuff and The Exorcist my God yeah he's been in everything this guy so he's is... He's like, Flint, you What do you gotta get a shave? And then he goes out dancing, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. But here's the here's the interesting thing about that part is that uh, Flint is in and is in a relationship with four women, and it's a a relationship that's working. There aren't there is no jealousy. All the ladies are like, yeah, no, it's cool. Seems it's like very it, yeah. progressive, like a like yeah. a polyamorous kind of thing. Yeah. No. Very <laughs> Yeah, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So when he's in the club, the who Gila, the who's a bad or a bad girl at this point, uses. I love this. Uses a harp to try to shoot him with a dart. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. So silly. She hits Lee J. Cobb in the arm, and he it has poison on it, of course, and so. Flint like Flint is able to he takes his knife, he lights it for I his mean, knife comes it out of candle. like the skeleton key. He he has You're like right. a he goes pink and he's like give me that key. candle and then blah 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 words. Yeah. You're better now. The, the candle he puts it out of the candle for like a second. Like not even like that wouldn't even do anything, would it? I don't know. But like he <laughs> cuts well, he him only open had three seconds to to act. Well yeah, something. it's like I would have died in four seconds. He's like, I bet three. Like it's a <laughs> What? It's so weird. And then he kills like a, a he, he's there's like a fly in the office, 
And he's like, oh, timey. And he shoots that with a blowgun. <laughs> the fly in like how, three tenths of a second or something like that. It's like, God, it's so weird. So anyways, yeah, he says he's going to go and find out who's, who's well, causing this Well, yeah, the reason weather. he does that is because he the, the dart has a particular set of ingredients on it. Right. Uh, which only come from one place. Uh, Marseille. Yeah. In France. So, so whoever... <laughs> whoever put the poison on that dart had to be there the last 24 hours or right. something really yeah. ridiculous he must have it, ordered bouillabaisse in marseille in the last yeah. 24 hours so he like yeah so went strange. to all the different cafes and kept ordering bouillabaisse what? oh wait what? one one quick sorry we, I, I felt we were skipping ahead but do you want to yeah, go, on, go on oh okay Please. because there's these two guards outside and he yeah. just kills them <laughs> he like kicks the guy and, you know, does his karate and then, like, shoots them and then they're like, this was Ghibli! He's been with us for years! Or Grimley or whatever his name was. And he's like, oh, they were imposters. Didn't you see the scarring around the eyes? This is, they had you know, plastic back in the, surgery! Back in the 60s when oh people God. thought plastic surgery could do yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but also, like, I don't know, you know, Mission Impossible, that kind of thing. Well, they were, yeah, they were well, the then, But then they find the two, the two real people. Yeah. Those guys were impersonating in the next room. And he jams uh, Cramden's hand into a light socket and but uses <laughs> right, that yeah. charge to revive the guy to start yeah, his heart back up. Much like in up. Mission Impossible when uh, Tom Cruise like gets, has to have his wife zap him. Right. But this but she is doesn't like stick even, her finger in a sock. Right. This is like way more rudimentary. And Cramden's kind of like, rrr, rrr, rrr. it's very weird. But yeah. So, and so he's anyways, like, he, uh, they had Battle of the Bulge ribbons. There were no ribbons for Battle of the Bulge. That's why I knew. So yeah, that's how I knew then. They're imposters. So he goes all around Marseille and he's he tries bouillabaisse at like every I'd restaurant. Like, I'd like to say that, you know. You should put that in air quotes because he is obviously on a soundstage every time they say they're going someplace. No one, they never really go there. No, it's true. This is none of this was on location, but yeah, he goes and one place he goes in, takes one taste, and says, Oh, the check, please, or whatever. It's so strange. Like, he just goes around, but I love it. Like, they set up a table for him. Like, it's all very James Bond like fancy. Like, there's no Walmart in Armand Flint That's either. Right. I don't right. In fact, uh, is this where like triple O, triple O eight? Yes. So he goes into this kind of seedy place, <laughs> and Gila is there, although she was wearing a wig earlier, so they doesn't, he doesn't recognize her or whatever. But she's with Hans Gruber. She's with Hans Gruber. And he's yeah, eating. he's eating his whatever. He's bully base. But yeah, he gets in this fight with Triple O Eight, who like is pretending to like, like hit like on this ogle, uh, a dancer, or whatever. Yeah. Like... yeah. Because he's touching and you he's know like dancing a cost is a singer. He's like, "Come yeah, on, yeah. baby, give me more." And he's like, "It's not, it. you know." Yeah. He would definitely get kicked out of act. a burlesque show. Yeah, is it? So that so, Flint will punch him. Yeah, while is they're it? punching each other, he's like, "Oh, you know, hey, I'm looking for some information or whatever." Yeah. And he's like, he says, "Is it Spectre or something?" Right, and he's like, "No, yeah, it's he, bigger he than Spectre." Spectre. He goes, "No, it's Galaxy." Okay, I Let's think the James Bond. You know, people must think that does that mean they're in this? It's a shared universe. That's what I say. The, that's why we're James watching Bond universe. That's what you know. What's when Amazon starts all their James Bond TV shows? They'll start a our man Flint show. I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, it's Galaxy is the name of the evil organization. Does that but stand for something? I don't. <laughs> probably. <laughs> 
That's a cool so, logo. Big big old yeah. G. Good always loses against. Yeah. Oh god! Oh, the I've X lost. is gonna be tough. Xanadu. <laughs> Xanadu, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Xanadu, comma yeah. So yeah, he gets the right booty base, and he, then he goes in the men's room. Yeah, after the fight or whatever, and Hans Gruber comes in. And he, yeah, like you said, Clay, he's like, oh, I remember you. Yo, yeah, I thought you were dead. Hitler Youth or whatever. And he, they have a fight and they go into the stall. And like, you kind of only see the feet for most of it. Like, you never see yeah, some, what happens in the stall. Yeah, you don't see the actual. Sometimes there's some shots above the stall and then this, the feet, like, that shows like shredded toilet paper and <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. It's so weird. And then, like, there's like a knife gets pulled out of like one of the boot one of the, the the bad guy's boot or whatever and then you just kind of just hear yeah it's almost you like something you know another movie that i'm sure this inspired too is top secret you know like that fight in yeah. that stall is totally like a top secret i also thought scene. about austin powers too in this where he was who fighting. does yeah. number two work for that one yeah yeah, right. yeah. that's right buddy you show that turd who's boss <laughs> but then yeah he kills him like on the toilet <laughs> And then he has to, as John mentioned, at one point he has to like pay money to go back in. The, he has to put like a quarter in the thing. Yeah, he's just like, so yeah. disgusted. He's like, ah, oh, annoyed. <laughs> go back in the toilet. Because that's annoying. Yeah, stall. it's annoying to have to pay for a paid toilet. <laughs> what's, like, what's funny is that my my recollection of James Coburn stuff is always like he was in pretty serious movies, but I only saw it like for years, just old old Coburn. And then you go back to these '60s movies, and he's doing all these like satirical type of roles, and he's just great. He Even is, though, like he this is not really my favorite well. of his movies. Uh, you know, we'll get there, but uh, <laughs> he's great. He's so well. Remember, well, uh, there was we read a description of him, and there was a picture of it. it was like the affable James Coburn, and uh, I think that's very appropriate. Yeah, he was he's very affable. affable. Very yeah. affable. Uh, when he won his Oscar, my boys are plenty to... wrinkled. <laughs> I just when I just wrote it, so he won his he won an Oscar uh, year many many years obviously he was like almost this is only a few years before a, he was, died yeah it was like yeah. ninety nine or or two thousand somewhere around there somewhere around there yeah he won an Oscar for uh, what was it that movie with Nick Nolte it was uh, a one word thing I don't remember affliction oh very hey. good but he was I'm not that drunk this, yet <laughs> on the stage he says. I just want to say, like, my wife still has the best ass in the house. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to do the other thing where he's like, I made so movies, yeah. many movies. I made a hundred movies and I finally got one right. But, I, but yeah. there was a period of time where he wasn't working because he had his own affliction, uh, which was uh, the rheumatoid arthritis, which just like did a number on his whole body. Oh, that's so. So he didn't work much in the the eighties because of it. Wow. He couldn't. Can I? Can I just share something with you guys? I love to sit Personal. sit on the back porch and listen to my two old friends talk about this lifelong <laughs> love affair with James, with James Coburn. It's, James it's, Coburn. It's, it's extremely random. I mean, it's totally we random, but I mean, I'm 20s. having a cigar. Whole, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying whole, every yeah, second well, of it. Here's, here's, here's where it started, is that we were yeah. buying a bootleg Rush CD at a, at a uh, you know, record store, and... Yeah. Uh, and What's we were that? gonna split it, and I and I said, and I said, you know, uh, I figure it'll be this much for you and this much for me. And then Derson turns to me, he's like, "Is that what you figured?" In a James Coburn voice, because that's a line in 
Young Guns. Young Guns Billy, 2. Young Guns 2, yeah. where, you know, Emilio Estevez is like, I figure, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I Billy, figure you and, owe me $500 or whatever. And, and he's, he's like, like, is that what you figure? And, is uh, that what you figure? Well, you could take those figures and shove them up your arrogant little ass and set fire <laughs> to them. I don't owe you a goddamn thing. Yeah, and then that, that was references. it. They yeah, were off, off to the races. And then we yeah. recorded our own song called The Coburn Song. <laughs> But you we put that, is that what you figure into one of your songs too yeah. in, in yeah. your your band? Yeah. It, yeah. it was like a stop and it just is yeah, that what you yeah. figure? It was a break in like, the song. Just enough for a, a, a James Coburn line. So anyways, we gotta get back to this movie. Just, this is like we're not even twenty minutes well, into Well go this. faster then. All right. So we, <laughs> so <laughs> after he kills the guy, this because this is great too. This is maybe a little uh, cultural, uh, culturally inappropriate, but he puts toilet paper like around his head as, as like a turban. Well, yeah, he takes the the towel and puts it around. Yeah, and, oh, but it's like, basically some, somehow it's he's paper towel. Of, okay, yeah. I don't know how he tans his skin. He, he's okay. rubbing it at one point. And <laughs> okay. I don't know how that. Let's happens, talk about yeah. this whole thing from head to toe. He takes the towel off of the paper towel thing, which yeah, is like one gross towel. towel. Yeah. Yeah, that people share or something. I don't it's, know. It reminded yeah, me of it's like a thing. It's a thing you would see in like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Like uh, that's exactly <laughs> or like uh, it, there, sort there's like, probably you know, one in, like, in Roger Looney Rabbit Tunes cartoons where you'd see the like a traffic light and like to it would like the little sign would come up that would say stop and then walk. You know, you don't see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally in a Roger Rabbit kind of situation. I was like, well, that's what that thing is. But then somehow maybe he just he has a reversible tux. It's just like exactly well, he, white. Yeah, like, he turns he's the, the man. Suit you know, the original man of mystery. So he can, know, he's he got really that is. shit. And he's wearing a t- like a turban, and he definitely well, is in blackface. So yeah, yeah. how yeah. did he blackface it up? And please, that was the part that I missed. How. I don't think they show it. it Look like because he he's rubbing his face. Yeah, he kind of rubs in the mirror. But I didn't understand. But I maybe I missed. Was he rubbing poo on his face or something? (laughs) (laughs) He's in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know. That is that is bad and incredibly bad. Not good. Yeah, but back then, you know, it was total. I mean, that's just no one thought twice. Yeah, yeah, right. And like they just like. but then they the other like really racist thing just to call it get it out of the way it's like they're like he like is like he realizes something's going on with the cold cream that there's like maybe a bomb in there or something so he wants to get everybody yeah. out so he goes kind of like la 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 shooting in the air like that is yeah. bad dude like but I just want to recognize it, doesn't this gun have a bad. silencer on it I I that look like it hilarious it looked like it had a silencer on it. The 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 sound foley like on this is like super fucked up on this whole movie. It's just like the same gunshots used all the time. <laughs> like, yeah. So this is Gila. Line. Yeah, she sets the, a bomb in this little cold cream thing, uh, and then yeah. Coburn, I, I forget how does he figure out that it's a bomb? Is just kind of assume like he's got well, a little thing. Oh, that's a right, little contraption, a little scanner thing. Yeah. His little Swiss Army lighter, basically, like he has a device for everything. But yeah, so he he, he clears out the room by shooting up in the air and throws his gun at the little thing, and it just blows up. So then he knows, like, oh well. And then he takes a piece of it and puts it in his watch, and that's gonna like that's his clue to the next 
thing, you know, the well, next I, I, part. We should here. call back also to when he's lying down on the chair, is that he's practicing how to stop his heart. From yes, the... yes, that does come in it's Very later. much like a, a Snake Eyes G.I. Joe type skill. Or maybe yeah. Snake Eyes is very much like an R-Man Flint. Oh, uh, look at you! Hey. That's you a good one. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then the bad guys there, they realize he's got these ladies, this harem, and they go and kidnap all his ladies, and uh, one of them is taken right out of the shower. Yeah, you almost see her boobs. I know, but apparently... You so, almost see, like, almost all of their bo- boobs, and she's like, oh, will you zip me up, please? Take me, let me take this off, blah, blah, blah. Then they, like, that first lady really, like, pushes her into, the like, the closet <laughs> or whatever, and, like, right. has a real evil look on her face. She's like, ha, ah, fuck you, bitch. Here's a <laughs> knowledge drop. Um, the blonde lady, who who's at one point has, like, a flower on her like, a huge flower on the front of her head. Um, yeah. The blonde lady... Uh, went on to be on Hogan's Heroes and was the wife of uh, Bob Crane, the lead of Hogan's Heroes. So there's a little knowledge drop for you. Really? Is that yep. is that Anna? Is that in, uh, I don't know anybody's name. I think it's Sigrid Valdez. I don't sure. know. Yeah, she was on Hogan's Heroes. Thank you. Thank you. Good call. Apparently, so this is a little bit of a, a callback to our uh, polyamory kind of thing. The one, the woman who gets kidnapped from the shower. The towels behind her don't say his and hers. They say hers and hers. Yes. There you go. Oh, boy. There you go. So, anyways, so he goes to this cold cream place he, knowing it's a trap, basically. He has this cab driver to take him to this place, and he reads. he's reading off, like, coordinates or whatever, you know, like, and the guy's like, oh, he's playing the lottery. Like, so, like the cab driver's kind of like, oh, do you play the lottery often? Because because he's reading it back to Cramden, he's like, "Oh, fourteen special 42. code, yeah, yeah." And then it, it and it ends up spelling out a message. So. Yeah. And so uh, Gila is there, and they, uh, I suppose in James Bond ling- lingo, they would say he pumps her for information. <laughs> you just have to determine how much pumping is necessary, James. So he finds out about this volcano thing and and whatever and and. He sleeps with her, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he takes her keys as she's lying there in the bed, like you know, naked, of course, but her butt is covered by the blanket. But it's really funny after, like, it's obvious they've slept together. Then it's like his feet. You're like, oh, I don't want to look at James Coburn's feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. Come on, huh. James. He grabs well, his yeah. socks. Your love affair <laughs> goes from his head to his ankles. <laughs> Wow. Stops at the knees. Your fetist. Yeah, I I guess I am. But anyway, yeah, so he leaves with her keys and then she picks up the phone and says, he's on his way. So he goes into this thing and he goes into the safe and uh, and then they lock him in it. Like they shove him in there. And then they, they drag the whole safe away. They attach like the safe to the back of a car and they just drive away. And then they do this weird thing thing where Gila and Devin, whatever his name is in the movie, I don't know, but the guy from Knight Rider, they have this whole setup where like the the very building that the safe was in is just lowers into the ground and then they have this sort of whole sort of outdoor dining area comes like comes everyone just brings out all these tables and everything. 
it's very bizarre. But uh, it's just to disguise that they were ever there because a little while later, Lee J. Cobb shows up with that same cab driver. And the guy's like, oh, yes, this is where I dropped him. And he's like, but there was a building here. And it's like, maybe I've had too much to drink. It's kind of, it's very like. That is the silliest thing ever. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's the silliest thing ever. This is where I've started to be like, oh, this movie. But yeah, I was, I was sort of. I'm enjoying it and not all at the same time. Because <laughs> I'm like, the yeah. pacing is very lackadaisical. Yeah, yeah right. It's weird. So he, he's he got this light, you know, this magic lighter, basically. And he, he's able to melt the thing, the safe door. And he's able to look out. He sees Gila and Devin are driving, you know, towing him somewhere. And they're talking because he also has a listening device. I don't even know if any of this stuff is physically possible. Whatever. I'll say no. <laughs> Just <laughs> probably not. But he can listen to them in their car when he's like being towed. And it's so weird because she basically kind of gives him the, she says, oh, he, he'll, he'll suffocate long before. Because he's like, why did you let him live? And he's like, oh, he'll right. suffocate before you know, we get there. So it kind of gives him the idea. It's like, oh, I can just I can slow my heart and pretend to be dead. Do you think that if if you were like really stuck in a safe, there wouldn't be a way to make it out? Like if you were in the bank. Well, if you have a special lighter, (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, I'm gonna say that if you get locked in a bank safe, like like let's say now, you probably get stuck. Now, now. Do you think there's like get stuck an emergency on a Saturday like, afternoon? You think there's an emergency like <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm s- I got locked in Sunday. the I got locked in the safe like uh, yeah, I don't know. Inside there? I don't hmm. think you I don't think safes are meant to get in and out of unless you're unless you have the necessary stuff to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean you, I, so yeah. I'm I think you'd probably have to call someone from the bank. And say, let me out. Well, maybe there is service a... in here. There's <laughs> probably a phone like in an elevator, right? Maybe there's some kind of elevator type thing, you know, where you maybe. could call somebody. Well, I'll look it up know. while you continue to talk. All right, very good. So, yeah, while he's in there, he calls Zoe or Zowie or whatever. and he, But he won't tell them. He's like, I'll give you the location later. Like, what? 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 Okay. He wants to get. He wants. Uh... He wants all the glory, basically. Like he I wants guess. to. He wants to get. Yeah. Okay. Hold on one second. Um, you may survive about seventeen hours or more if you are inadvertently trapped in a vault or a large airtime room. <laughs> but it is unlikely you'll survive more than seventy-two hours. This means if you are locked in a bank vault over a three-day weekend, for example, when the bank is closed for business, it is oh, likely shit. you will not survive. Wow. Um, oh, shit. Oh, my God. So I wonder if that's ever thing. happened. It says, uh, can vault doors be opened from the inside? It says, yes. Well, snap safe vault doors have an internal handle that can lock and unlock the door from the inside. So okay. now you know. All right. Thank you. I wonder if anyone's ever like that's gone, shown up at the drop. bank on Monday morning and been like, ah, there's a dead there's guy. There's a dead guy in here. <laughs> Why didn't he use the, 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 snap. the winch or yeah, whatever? Well, uh, uh, you're, you're a fan of Veep. I know, uh, Darrison. I don't yeah, know if you yeah. are, John. Of but what? Veep, the show Veep. Oh, yeah, I know it. I've never watched it. Uh, but Matt Walsh is on there, the comedian. He was on uh, The State. You know that mm. guy? 
Yeah. Yes. Oh. Anyway, hilarious. Love he plays a he plays a ghost on that show, Ghosts, that got locked in the safe in the building. Oh. And they like open it up and they're like, "Oh my god, there's like a gold watch in here." And then like that that ghost comes out. Like, I can't believe you locked me in there. Another <laughs> ghost. Spoiler warning. All right. Well, if I watch Ghosts, um, you should. It's a very funny show. All right. Very well. So yeah, he does his you know slow the heart thing, and he and they open when they get to their destination, they they open the safe, and he is he pretends to be dead, dead and then dead. they they have a they have a coffin for him, which is really weird. Yeah, Devin had <laughs> yeah. one on order, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like I trust you have the coffin. Oh yes, yes. It's like the tall I, coffin. Why don't you just throw him out like into the water or something? What do you need a coffin for? Whatever. So they send so a picture. Great map paintings and uh, submarines and, and stuff. And yeah. Bubbling uh, aqu- aquariums with like the bubble. I know. It, yeah. Go back and listen to our Godzilla podcast. I know. The, totally. Uh, the water. <laughs> water just always looks like water. Water and fire are difficult to miniaturize. Yeah. So, but yeah, I love them. They sent. They, so they send a, a picture of him. He's totally doing like a Dracula kind of thing. <laughs> like it looks like, you know, in the coffin. And they're like, he was the fucking best. Like I love. They're all sad. They're all like, it's like, oh, Flint is dead. He was the best. He never followed orders, but he was the best. So he anyway, he's gonna be suspended, but he's the best. <laughs> so they take the. So anyway, like then, the, so the we we, we get Doctor Wu here. I guess we've seen him already, but Wu yeah, and but, Schneider. Yeah, but and then this other guy. I forget yeah, the other it's, guy. It's 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 two white guys sides. and an Asian guy, and uh, uh Doctor Wu is one of the white guys, and the Asian uh, guy is Doctor uh, Schneider. And I was like, that's a good gag. Yeah, I guess it is. So they're they're saying they, they like, were they literally did say like as as racist as that other thing was that they, they were he was <laughs> like whoever wrote this movie or whatever like they were like they were like we are all races and we want to this is to help humanity like when they like do their villain reveal is like not very sinister it's more like we really want to help. I know, no, they're actually like very, uh, uh, you know, their motivation is very uh, sincere. They they really yeah. want to save the world and get rid of all the bad things and whatever, like traffic accidents or whatever the hell. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing. And they're like, but the only way to do it is to blow up these volcanoes. Like, there's like, it's like, yeah, uh, but all, yeah, isn't it also a very G.I. Joe thing, like with the whole mask device and whatnot. Everything is a G.I. Joe thing. You're not, like, you're missing it's the weather dominator. Yeah, it is. That's the one you have to miss. Yeah. But yeah, Sorry, I like, sounded like I was really angry about it. It's a G.I. Joe thing. Well, well, that's like a, that's a cartoon thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like a comic guy. Yeah. Yeah, the second season, the second series of G.I. Joe. Miniseries, yeah. I remember it. So anyways, like they, 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 they have to like, we want you to destroy all your nukes and all your Navy ships and all your Air Force. And, and then we will, you know, we'll, we'll talk. But they basically want to take over the world and make it better. And they, they kind of do that. It was like a little Star Trek, too, because it's like hailing frequency on, on any hailing frequency. Give us your answer by, you know, 5 p.m. <laughs> I, have I, know. A, I have another Star Trek thing when we get there. 
uh, it's later. Okay. But, All right. Well, this came out the same year, right? I yeah, that's that's the thing yeah. that uh, that's interesting yeah. about my knowledge drop for it. All right. It's a double knowledge drop all at once when we get there. Well, guess well, what? Has, hashtag. 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 We'll get, we'll get, get there. So I love. So er, yeah, just like earlier in the movie, his watch has this little thing that comes out that goes and like turns and like sort of hits his skin or whatever and wakes him up. It's very fun, actually. I have to say. And then so then he like so they don't show this, but he he dresses up as this worker and runs over this guy with a forklift for like. No- <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was. That was real mean. Wow, uh, so I, have, I have another knowledge drop for uh, the where he disguises himself in the bad guy's uniforms. Is Which that, he was already uh, wearing a, a guy. I uniform. guess so. The emblem on the uniform, they ended up reusing on the show Land of the Giants. So the pilots oh. in the series were wearing the same clothes, I guess, the same little bad guy emblems. Wow. The There's galaxy. some other Land of the Giants tie-in, too. I can't remember what it is. Oh, uh. It's not Land of the Giants. It's the um, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. That's the submarine set they're using. Uh, oh, yeah. Get at the dock. It's the same one from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. So. Oh, yeah. No, we should point out that they're, they have taken a submarine to an island and they took Flint's coffin with them. As but they, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they open it up and there's another guy in there and they're like, oh, no, Flint has escaped. Yeah, he forklifted yeah, he, that guy and stole his uniform. Yeah, so now he's wearing him right up against the wall. So he's wearing another uniform with a hard hat, which is really. Uh, but all since all communications are cut off by the galaxy mad scientists, he can't tell Zowie, uh, Zoe, whatever, where he is. So he's walking around and there's this weird like parrot in this weird like tropical paradise thing, and people are just kind of hanging out, juggling. Playing. <laughs> this looks very, very Star Trek too. Like this actually reminds me of um, Latitude you know. Zero, uh, an Akira Takarada Toho movie, oh, where where they go under the sea and there's this whole utopia under the sea. It's very similar to this. Under the sea, down where it's wetter. Yeah. yeah. So like it's they so been weird. And then filming these... Star Trek on the same set, like just different angles, like different scenes. <laughs> There's some weird bells going off, and then everyone starts just kind of walking. And this eagle attacks him. And yeah. he's like, Ugh. it's like so weird. And then they're all like, eh. got, I love the other guys. Yeah, it's like, it's an anti American eagle. I love what he says. They trained him to be anti American, this eagle. And he says, that's, yeah. oh, that's horrible. Di- diabolical. <laughs> diabolical. <laughs> diabolical. By God. Yeah, so then they bring him to like the the, the galaxy guys, you know, the, and they're and they think Gila let him live on purpose, and then and then they're like, ah, oh, we don't need you anymore, but there is one way you can serve galaxy. This is where it starts to take a turn here, I have to say. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So she grabs his Swiss Army lighter and sort of hands it to him, and, and sort of like, you know, while they're they're dragging her away, so so he gets his lighter back. And then they they take her to preparation. They keep saying that. They say that H. a lot. Pre- I keep thinking of preparation. So, H. How can you not think of preparation H when someone says the word preparation? That's all. I, that's like we're conditioned. Do you have hemorrhoids? No, but my dad. Th- no. Do you have asteroids? No, but my dad does. Sometimes he can barely sit down. You better take him to preparation. H. 
Um, so now they're then they sit around debating like, oh, is Flint a valuable asset? And they're like, no, he can't be trusted. And, it's, it's, and then he finally says like, well, I was brought here to destroy Galaxy, not join Galaxy. So take it to preparation. Like, and then he kicks Devin on his way out. Like, well, yeah, Devin <laughs> throws like out. coffee in his face or something, yeah. and he kicks him in the nuts. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, that was a good one. So he uses his his Swiss Army lighter to create like a smoke screen. He, his captor, you know, he beats his captor. He kicks them into this thing, they, and they uh, just they're like disappear. atomized or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his lighter falls in there too. So it's like, oh, all right. So he goes to uh, where they're they're basically hypnotizing Gila to be a pleasure unit. See, here's my knowledge drop at this point. Oh, please. There's like this kind of like older guy with like a mustache that's uh, like hypnotizing her with the you're going to be a sex unit or whatever, pleasure unit. (laughs) And okay, so there's two things. One, this was really the same year as Star Trek. It looks like he performs a Vulcan nerve pinch on Yeah, he does it a couple of times. And second, the guy that he Vulcan nerve pinches here would go on in the 70s to be Mr. Whipple in the Charmin commercials. Don't squeeze the Charmin. (laughs) There you go. Knowledge drops. Mr. Whipple's not around. Don't squeeze the Charmin. (laughs) They not breast. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, yeah, he he, he takes care of that guy. Then he tells Gila, you will not, you are not a pleasure unit. And it's like, revives her. And she's like, oh, but then he's like, come on, we got to get up to the control booth. And she's like, no, we got to go to the reward room. You'll yeah, love it. And he's like, what? what's that? And she's like, you'll love it. Come on. <laughs> you'll love it. It's like, what? It's like, um, isn't like the world be like, isn't like, aren't there problems? <laughs> the, like, <isn't> the, <laughs> the reward room, isn't that like how they kind of like go capture, cap, get all the other girls back? Is that what they yeah, in the yeah. reward room? I I still, so. I you are not a fembot. They're totally the, yeah. the fembot. I sort of love that scene, though, because it's like a bunch of different rooms. And so he, like, you just see a bunch of people dancing through the window. Like, they're all, like, yeah. 60s go-go dancing. And then they yeah. open the door and all yeah, the music comes it. out. And, yeah, and he goes dancing in and finds his, uh, one of yeah. his... And he finds I one love of his him ladies. dancing in. That's, that's great. I wish I had a gif of that to send you guys during the day. There is a great thing before that, too. Like, I don't even know what's going on here. But like, so like, she's like, uh, brand me. And he's like, OK, oh, right. so like and so he has to go in and be like, oh, here's loyalty unit number six, whatever, whatever her number is. And then like, probably 69. Like a, yeah. And there's like a cold cream thing in there. And I guess these guys are taking these pills. I don't know. Is that supposed to be fucking Viagra? Like, what is that? What's I'm going on? I'm not entirely sure. It has no Does he take one? And then puts one he puts in his pocket. In his, to... He puts it in his belt. He pretends to take it, but yeah. he puts it in his pocket. Yeah. So yeah, they they go into this like the reward room, I guess, and there's all these different sort of scenarios going on, and he there's like a Roman sort of thing or whatever, like some kind of Roman orgy oh, kind of room. Yeah, which totally also looks like a Star Trek set. Like just look yeah. this up. Yeah, that one. Really... And the boys coming in in a minute. <laughs> And there he's get that is actually kind of funny because the guard is like getting a massage and then um yeah. and it's like a whole weird thing that goes on. I forget exactly. Yeah, he walks what. up to his lady and tells her that she's not 
uh, a pleasure, pleasure yeah. yeah and then like starts <laughs> to walk away and the guy getting the massage is like what's going on cover and like slaps him on the butt he's like slaps right, him on the butt yeah, yeah don't worry so about weird. it you know kind of thing yeah it's so bizarre and then like there's one that's like a drive-in movie that's my one favorite his... one yeah yeah that, that's the one I, I keep thinking of that's like the grease one yeah, he's like making out with this girl, and he grabs a he grabs the guy, kind of shoves him down. You don't really see what he does. But he's probably gives him the Vulcan neck pinch. I don't know, but yeah. And then he goes. He just like, like pulls pitch. him out of the car, right? Yeah, but the, yeah. then there's kind of a tussle. Yeah. And then he kind of the guy just whatever. So then, like, yeah, he's like, "You're not a pleasure unit," you know. He tells that to everyone. And he says, "Wait he's here." He's barreling toward the end. That, yeah, it really it's does. Like you're, it, once it's once you're like once she steps out of that little cherry green or, or cher, cherry red uh, fifty five Chevy and puts on her <laughs> poodle skirt, then things are really almost done. It's really almost over now. Yeah, we're really we're almost the end. So he goes to like this communication room and he sends like Morse code to Zowie. And Lee J. Cobb is like, oh, you have to stall. And meanwhile, the president is about to give this address that says, like, we have to surrender to Galaxy. And then, like, you can hear the president back and go, like, oh, uh, so, like I said, we, you know, you got to consider all the, op- <laughs> it's so weird. Like, he's like, the president is, is alive! Like on screen, <laughs> on hailing frequencies open. So bizarre. So then, like, Flint basically runs around breaking things. It's kind of like Jack Nicholson in, in, in Batman when he's in the, the chemical plant. He just starts hitting things with like a hammer or whatever or an axe. And he's just like, push, push. And, and they're looking around for him. But they, there's literally like 20 guys running right by him. And he's, he literally <laughs> just turns the corner and watches them run by him. So then, like, but then, yeah, he fences with Devin a little bit because Devin has like a little metal pole and like, the, and then. This is the goofiest part of the whole movie, and this is a lot of goofy things. But Devin, <laughs> he's got—he just pulls out this like big metal glove with like spikes on it. Like, what the <laughs> hell is? Where did it come from? What the hell? Where did he have that thing? It just comes out of nowhere. And then he—he's trying to hit him with it's it. Pocket it's, dimension, just like Optimus Prime's trailer goes. That's exactly it. It's my no prize. Thank you. But I love that, like he's trying to—he tries to like take off his jacket when he's fighting with. With Flint, but like, <laughs> like because he's got the big glove on, or I don't even know what, but one of the sleeves isn't like like quite off, you know, so it's like stuck on his hand, and he's like fighting with like the jacket flopping all around, and it's so bizarre. So then, like, he's about to like pull a, like a few levers that will just destroy the whole thing, and the the three scientists Wu and Schneider and the other white guy, I don't I don't know, Steve. Like, no, don't do it. Yeah, Steve. Like, it's the, we're going to make a perfect world. And he's like, well, it's your perfect world, not mine, or whatever. And he pulls all the levers. and Like, oh, there's some kind of line about, like, oh, do we die or whatever? It's, it's, it's our lives worth this? And Devin's like, one life isn't worth it or something. And he tries to swing this big hook thing. At Flint and Flint just kind of gets out of the way, and the, the the big hook thing just destroys everything. And it's just it's but, yeah, it's, it's like sprays, sprays the scientists with like hot steam or something. And, yeah, and they kind of fall over. The, there was this big drill that was going. Yeah, I didn't the understand thing. the drill. They it's didn't. all str- <laughs> so stupid. 
I guess that's what set off the volcanoes, maybe? I don't okay. know. Okay, like, at this point, um, Doesn't matter. I was watching it while I was working, so I was only half paying attention. <laughs> It doesn't matter. It's yeah, all no. chaos after this. And yeah, the whole island starts to blow up. And all the people are running. It's like a Godzilla movie. Kind of like, oh my god! <laughs> the uh, the island blowing up is definitely Godzilla level uh, effects, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then Devin is in the middle of the whole thing and he's just laughing. He's like, oh! <laughs> uh. And then, so he gets all his ladies... And he puts them in these barrels. This is like, the what? most hilarious thing. <laughs> this is the stupidest. And they just Can you imagine, like, I guess you could, like, people used to do that, but I feel like if anybody did that, you would break your neck or something. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I know. Or, like, the barrel, or you would drown. That's what I figure. Like, the water would, water would get in there or something. Or I don't suffocate know. if it was airtight. Well, that's right. Like, the guy <laughs> yeah, in the, the safe. You can't be in there for too yeah. long. <laughs> But I love he just like quick get in and he just shoves them out and then he just dives. And then yeah, he he never gave that as an option. Like you guys can jump well, or get in the barrel. But well, I mean <laughs> they, he just the, get in the barrel. Cramden talks about that with the president later. Yeah, he's like, Oh, I must have been a world record dive. I love it. Yeah, he's on the phone with the president. He's just yelling. He's like, Oh, he destroyed the whole island. It was fantastic. I do like, like the off screen president, like the um like the adult on on uh, Charlie Brown or well, something. Yeah. In, in the next movie, the one that I started to watch by accident because I got the wrong link, um, they actually show the president in the movie. Oh, so. very good. Does he still talk like that? That'd be great if he still just went, wah, 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 No, wah. He, he has a whole thing. He has a whole thing, oh, a whole okay. thing with, uh, like, but, but since I only watched 20 minutes of it and not the whole thing, right, I can't well, tell you what, yeah, what happens. Yeah. But yeah, like Cramden is is yelling into his big red fat phone, and he's like, "Ah, he wants to talk to you." It is like he's got all his women now. He's got five of them because Gila is now on his side. Yeah. yeah, he's either the luckiest man or the most unluckiest man, <laughs> right. depending on which way you look at it. Right? Am I right, guys? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Uh, uh, yeah. And, and when the when the Navy guys are like. Pulling them out of the out of the barrels, <laughs> the guy. There's definitely one of the guys is just. He, he thought it was breast because his hand is just right on the yeah. lady's breast. He cops a real feel there. Yeah. Like, you saw it too. You saw it. Yeah. Oh, I did. Bird. Oh, I was dirty I, was, I rewound it. <laughs> Wait, what? Zoom enhance enhance. Yeah. <laughs> But I love everyone. So I hope everybody made it off that island. There were a lot of people yeah, because they blew up. I know the whole island that. goes yeah. to shit. And then, like, we see the eagle soaring as it's to be like, yeah, he's not anti-American anymore because America's great. Eagle yeah. will return in yeah. peacemaker. <laughs> Eagly, eagle, yeah, like yeah. that's uh, that's got to be him or that's his like grandson. Yeah, probably. But yeah, then it just says the end. It's like the island is just blowing up. What happened to all those people? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? It doesn't matter because it's real like um, Bruce Valanche at the end. It's like throwing confetti in the air. And like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And like, oh, I can't even talk to you anymore on this fake phone call. I'm going to have to hang up, sir. <laughs> he just throws them. I love he doesn't even hang it up. He just and then he chuck. kisses all of the girls. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. Uh, he's probably pretty lucky, I, I guess. I don't know. They all seem pretty on board. So they all seem go. pretty hot, and they're not jealous of each other. They're uplifting yeah, each go. other. Her, her, Hers and hers and his and hers and hers and hers and hers and his. But uh, yeah, what what do they do when he's putting himself in suspended animation? You know, they're just all sitting around watching him because uh, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're just obsessed with him. I hate when he does it. It's always scary. He does it for this long. It's always scary. They don't really have much going on except for. Waiting on him, hand and foot. I guess. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they have a whole. You know, they 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 do ladies. Well, he does him. give her. He does give them tests. You gotta call, and make sure we have tickets for the concert tonight. And you gotta go uh, pick up my dry cleaning. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So that's our man Flint. Uh, knowledge drop the um the, the music at the uh, we usually on the James Bond thing it was a regular feature to mm. talk about the theme song and how they had the um the the parody total parody of the James I this one isn't as good like the silhouettes aren't as good in the in the opening scene there but that's uh Jerry Goldsmith right do love music. myself some Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah, yeah. So, Liver. and I don't. I'm not a soundtrack guy, but I did. Know, I did recognize his name and was like, "Hey, I know that guy from uh, our other episodes." Ocean Picture. <laughs> yeah, Ocean Picture. He did, did some Star Trek. Which also, yeah, they whenever there's a big butthole, they need to get him <laughs> to make the music for it. <laughs> that's it. that's the name of his greatest hits. I think it's like butthole music. Jerry Goldsmith, the best. Thing, <laughs> Butthole music. Um, all right, so this movie has a, like a seventy-seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. The critic score. Uh, I don't know. What do we think of Armand Flint? Do we have final thoughts? Here, I'll go first. Uh, oh, I feel like this movie is a mixed bag. I like parts and I don't like parts. I feel it's kind of mm. slow and then it goes too fast at the end. Despite the fact that it like James Coburn's enjoyable and it's, yeah. it's goofy enough that that's sort of my sense of humor. But I was also like, oh, this is taking a long time to get going. Uh, mm. I'm going to agree with the critic score and I'll give it a C plus. All right. That's that's interesting. It's all Trust right. me, it, like the score got better as we were talking about it. If you had talked to me I... three hours ago and I just and you said, what would you give it? I would have been mm, C minus. Got better mm. as we were talking about. Well, that's good. I'm glad you. Uh, you know, it's it's. Do you want me to go, Claire? Do you... go ahead. All right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard to give it a, a a weird. I don't know. It's a weird movie to grade because, yeah, on the one hand, you're right. I mean, it's it's. There's some parts where I'm like, wow, that's that made really made me laugh. That's really funny. But then some parts I'm like, oh, that's kind of. Ooh, I don't know it's how I feel about that pleasure unit. Kind of not. Funny. Yeah, it's a little disturbing, and like, and then it's also like, what happened to this movie? Sometimes he's like totally not caring about what's going on <laughs> with the world, and I guess they don't show you that, so I guess we don't know. But but I can't give it a lower. I guess a C plus is a good is a is a good score. That's well, I don't know seventy seven. Yeah, that's about right. I, I am a little, and I guess it's like, well, that was then, and. 
this is now and but it was it was weird like the, the pleasure unit stuff kind of got to me i don't know why it's just bizarre it didn't have anything really to do with well, it. Nothing had anything to do with anything. It's a unit is totally, totally fembot. It's, it's the yeah. same thing. You know? I know, but it was a. But fembots was done as like a comedy, and I guess this was comedy, but it also, I don't know, it wasn't enough of a comedy to make me like, like ah, that silly thing they did. You know what I mean? Like fembots was obviously done as a send off of this. It wasn't as ironic at right. all at the time. No, that's a good. That's a good, good, good way to put it. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, maybe a little ironic, but not like that much. So you know, well, I guess it's because it's like the movie itself is kind of serious, even though they do some weird things and silly things. But it's not. It's, it's kind of like it. It has like a weird tone, like it's almost a serious movie, even though it's there are parts that make me laugh, but only because it's so goofy. And like I guess when the organization name is Zowie, you know they're not taking themselves seriously, but it still doesn't. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's definitely strange. It wasn't laugh out loud like, "Wow, this is the greatest movie ever." Well, whoops. The, <laughs> the audience score is sixty-eight percent. I muted and, that. There. Sorry. Um, so I, that's that seems pretty low for what you would think would be. I what I. I had expectations about this movie. I expected it to be better. I expected it to be funnier. I expected it to to be more action or like lean into it, lean into like it, you know, being like almost Austin Powers or something. And uh, I think I've been spoiled by Austin Powers to think that this was going to be something else or that this wasn't like, you know, why didn't they get James Bond to make, another James Bond movie because like what if this was just I don't know like called Mission Impossible or something and that was it was the movie just for some other property or just you know get our men you know anything just like not a James Bond thing but like kind of like it's trying to be James Bond but if it was just something else, it wouldn't really matter. You know what I mean? I just, if it was going to be James Bond, I just would want it to be like a little bit better. So I think I'm going to agree with you guys across the board with the C plus. Wow. I, yeah. I expected more from it. Like I wanted yeah. to like it more and I didn't dislike it. Really. There are things about it that I love, but, <clears throat> but you know, I didn't, and I'm not going to like, I, I do have to say, I wouldn't grade it on anything like the like the racism and the sexism like that has nothing to do with my score although i don't think it's cool i don't really mm. put that into my overall scoring and it's okay if you do i'm just saying i don't like so i yeah it didn't figure in for me either i, yeah. I just sort of okay. it's a time capsule of how things were so i just gotta yeah go with it despite the fact that it's problematic like if it mm-hmm. wasn't any if it was less racist it wouldn't have gotten a higher score. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you're right. It's not like funny enough to be like a straight up comedy, I guess, but it's not serious enough, obviously. Yeah, I almost thought it was going to be like the equivalent of like a Caddyshack or what the little bit I've seen of the other Casino Royale movie or something, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange one. It's a I strange... was expecting more of like a Moonraker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Me yeah, too. A little bit I guess more that would. I could. I can see that. 
Uh, but we'll just go listen to our Moonraker episode then. Yeah, I wanted it to be more fun. I guess I it, it wasn't to be... super fun. It was a, it wasn't fine, but it was And wasn't... I wanted it to be a B, so yeah. it, it breaks my heart to be give it a C plus. Yeah. Especially with the affable James Coburn. It did it. I mean, I give James that. It deserves Coburn a passing grade. Like I barely get graduated fucking high school with C pluses. So I'm right there with you, <laughs> our man Flint. Our man Clint. So our man Flint is the is the clay inferno of movies. That's right. It. But I mean, yeah, if I have to just say in general, James Coburn gets an A. He definitely uh his rising tide lifted all boats. If it wasn't for James Coburn, maybe this movie wouldn't get a C, even a C plus. Well, if you guys in your <laughs> your um your heart shaped box full of notes you wrote to each other, about... our Coburn shaped <laughs> box. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, you grade every single one of his movies. Like, let's say you made a hundred or whatever, and you said he had an Academy Award. The, if the, you average them all out. It doesn't doesn't not give him an A because eh, this one yeah, got a C yeah. plus. You know, that's what right. I mean? You're right. I don't even think I've seen all his movies. Obviously, oh, I have hundred movies, but they're probably better than this one. And so, John, <laughs> well, you know that I'm a glutton for punishment. And I'll probably watch in like Flint, but we probably won't watch it for the show. What did you think of the first twenty minutes of watching it? I liked that better. Mm. Oh, all right. Interesting. Does it have any of the same people and stuff? Is it? Uh, yeah, it has uh, Lee J. Cobb in it. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, good. And he's playing golf with the president, if I recall correctly. Nice. Um, and he's the all And oh, also, also, I, I, I don't, I don't remember if he does that, but I know that James Coburn talks to a dolphin. At one <laughs> so let me just like, give you in, in dolphin speak too. You know, oh so. my god. The I RT gives Tomato Meter 68, audience 51 on that one. Oh, boo. I guess, yeah. I mean, we have, maybe we should, I don't know if it should be bumped up for the fact that it did influence a lot of other movies, like not only Awesome Powers, but anytime you do like a spy send off. But it was, and even they weren't the only ones that did it. They, it's just like, right? you know. Toa wasn't the only people making it was, monster it was movies. The, yeah. It was the style. The style literally it was, the style at the time. Yeah, but I mean... They I get mean, no I'm... extra stars. Doesn't affect okay. the rating. Still bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to change my score, but I'd say it is interesting. Yeah, like people who made spy jokes in movies spy for five. years to come was were always about... I feel like there was a lot of in uh, a lot of Iron Man Flint in all those yeah, because there's all, like you know they're they're like a thir- a second step of Kevin Bacon removed from their own commentary on the James Bonds and Q, but it's not like there had been a million James Bond movies by then. No, that's true. That's a good point. How many had there been? How many before 1966 had there been? I don't, I don't know, but I know that yeah. at the time, since Thunderball was huge, Goldfinger and Thunderball were huge. They were just Spy knockoffs that you get your man from Uncles, mm. your get smart, your secret wow. agent super dragon, your this secret whatever. self destruct. Wow, yeah, mission impossibles, your yeah. danger death rays, your Doctor No is 1962. For okay, 
It's and, only uh, been four years since the first one. I don't know yeah, but that, that spy craze was real big in the mid to late sixties with all that mm. stuff. So. What was right. the um um, you know, what was the spy show with Bill Cosby? Do you ever guys I watch spy. that? I spy. I spy. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. that. I, I used to watch the shit out of that. Oh. But now that's can't can't Guess watch we that. Can't, watch that. can't yeah. listen. To, <laughs> can't listen to Michael Jackson or watch I Spy. I ruined it. <laughs> Oh, well. All right. Uh, do we have anything other final things or uh, go check out leaguepodcast.com or wherever you guys you surprised podcast? that I went, check that out I went as low as Flint you? Episode. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. Check out Flint Dilly. Right. Our Man Flint. We called it Our Man Flint after yeah. this movie, just so you know. But uh, yeah, check it all out. We got, as we said, listen to this podcast, whatever. We always or that podcast. This we or always that. reference ourselves, so we have plenty of podcasts to go back and. and Some to. are better than others. <laughs> <laughs> I give this one a B plus. But uh, thanks. thanks, I guess. Thanks you. for listening. Thanks to you. And thanks yeah, we'll see you guys later, Here is the back computer, and it'll give us the answer. What is the answer? Do, do, do. Our man Flint. <laughs>